what I'm looking for. Bridget, what are you looking for in a man? (laughs) Again, I'm giggling. Um, I'm looking for someone who can make me laugh so much, but also I make them laugh. But that always happens in my life, but I haven't yet to find a guy who I want to date who, like, makes me laugh so much. And that's, like, probably my number one thing, obviously, other than a Christian who, like, super loves Jesus more than me. And... (laughs) Other than that, I I just am attracted to dark features, dark eyes, dark hair. But I don't always like dark featured guys. I'm trying to think. Of, oh, deeply kind and caring is like other than humorous. Deeply kind and caring because usually those guys are pretty humble. Arrogance isn't my favorite thing. Is it anyone's? You know, mm, that's complicated. Yeah, some girls really like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Uh, uh, can be attractive sometimes. Oh my god. Weirdly. You hate me. Who knows what? No, I don't. I love how honest it is. Kelly, what are you looking for in a man? A pickle. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That laugh. What is that laugh? (laughs) It's so distracting. (laughs) You're like, stop. Stop. That's disgusting. Please don't laugh. Please don't laugh. (laughs) Ask me again. Prompt me, prompt me, prompt me. Kelly, what are you looking for in a man? Okay, so I really care about humor. Mm-hmm. Gotta just have a really great sense of humor. Gotta not take life too seriously. Don't take yourselves too seriously. Certainly don't take me too seriously. <laughs> um, it's all very unserious. Just unserious. Someone that's just passionate, that, like, isn't afraid to, like, take a stance on things and and be bold, I think, because I feel like, I feel like our culture maybe really embraces, like, passivity sometimes, but I think it's really attractive to, like, run towards the things you, like, love, mm-hmm. and you're, I, it sounds like you're looking for me. That's what I thought when you, no. When I talked about Yeah, life. except it's I don't true. have dark futures, which is also, I typically am att- attracted more to, like, dark features. And height. You like height? So, okay. you don't have dark features, and you're not a man, and you're not tall. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, the, so close. Number one, like, not a man is probably, like, the number one issue, but... Just the height thing, We really. can get through it. <laughs> really, the height thing. No, you're just... You're, like, my height, so no. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not a man. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I mean, I think I'm, like, super attracted to intelligence, and I never realized this, I think, until the last, like, even, like, year or two. Just, like, I don't know, like, just having, like, different, more, like, theological or, like, intellectual, like, whatever conversations. And I'm like, oh, I just love this. Like, because I love learning. I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not, like, oh, I have such a crazy IQ or something. I'm so smart. But I just, I love learning. I love dialoguing. I love discussing things and... So I think just having the conversations with people where you're really, like, engaged and, and they're smart and they witty and they think things through, it's just very attractive. <laughs> I call it sexy smart. Sexy when they're smart. so smart, it's sexy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Sexy smart, sexy smart. <laughs> we want man who wants sexy smart. <laughs> <laughs>
So I think from a more rational, grounded, being encouraged, being surrounded by people that love me standpoint, mm-hmm. there, I mean, I would, I, the other answer to this question would be, or would be something like just the, how do I say it? I don't want to say the lack of opportunity, but like kind of like the lack of the right moment, the, the lack of right timing. Because if you think about, I mean, obviously relationship, it takes two to tango, right? Mm -hmm. So you're talking about being in the right place at the right time with the right person. Yeah. And and having the right opportunity and like... That's like magical. And that's magical, right? And... That's why it's like romantic. That's why it's romantic. And you can get into like fate and you know, all these other kind of like... Destiny, soulmates. Destiny, you know, soulmates, you know, big concepts, whatever. Or not soulmates, but... (laughs) (laughs) If you're Bridget. But, um... But I I mean, I think... (laughs) That, to me, is such a more rational idea. And I think, like, one interesting thing, too, that we can kind of get into is what are we thinking when the other one kind of shares their heart? You know, like... Yeah. So you're Tell you're sharing, me. and... Yeah, and I'm just like... And it, I just... I just feel so much of what you're saying. You know, yes. granted, of course, there's different opportunities. Of course, there's different things that we're feeling or... But a lot of it is really similar, too. It's, it's really... I mean, obviously... Yeah, I We've agree. talked a lot, you know, whether it's recorded or not recorded, we've talked a lot. And um, and so it's just, yeah, I'm, like, listening to you, and I'm like, of course those different things you're feeling aren't actually true. Like, of course you're not, like, some hideous beast and everyone's just kind of, like... Lying to you about it, yeah. Honestly, yeah, worst nightmare. But you're not. Yeah, I know. You're really not. Like, guess what? Like, you're not at all. Little babe, like, you're so good. You're so beautiful. And, like... Thanks. And... But it's just so much easier to speak truth into someone's life. To, like, listen to what they're saying and be like, what? (laughs) But, like, I said the exact same thing. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) And... And I really honestly try to apply what I think about you to me, where I'm like, Kelly, you are more beautiful every day that I know you. Like, and the more I know you, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful because it's in me, you know? See, and this is the weird part that I'm emotional about. And I'm like, if I feel that way about Kelly, then how come I can't just freaking apply that to everyone? <laughs> Yeah. To me, for me, like, I'm like, because we have to walk around with our self-perception every day. Every moment. I mean, every, like, interaction. And, yeah. You never can, like, escape, like, your mind and your thoughts. Like... (laughs) If only. If only, right? But... And so I think, I think that's the thing is... There's just, there's so much more kind of going on than, like, the surfacey things that we get caught up in. I mean, like... You know, we both have had these different experiences with, like, different guys, but it's, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it, it's just, it just, you know, kind of like you just got into this. It doesn't mean that ultimately there's something, like, wrong with you yeah. or ultimately there's something wrong with me. I mean, there's just so many other things going on. Yeah. Like, sometimes you meet somebody that you just, you really can't see, like, why they wouldn't be into it and not in a way that's, like like, self-absorbed um, or something, where you're like, how could they not like me? But more so, you're like, we're interacting, and we're having this great conversation, and there's chemistry, and yeah. and you're like, how could they not feel what I'm feeling? And then all of a sudden, they, like, don't. 
you know? Yeah, and it's so confusing. And it's really confusing because you you didn't see that coming. But it makes just... me feel dumb. Yeah, I mean, you feel you feel like deceived. You feel like I mean, you I mean, I you're like was this like an illusion in my mind? <laughs> yes, you know, like I, I think that's crazy. What's, yeah, am I yeah. actually this like crazy girl that just is like daydreaming like away or something? Yeah, I mean, you just kind of like you like question your sanity or something. Yeah. But I think I have asked guys sometimes. <laughs> really? I'm like, am I crazy? I think I'm too scared to ask that question. And they're like, no. I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm genuinely like, no, I probably am crazy. And like, I, I don't. And I've told them this, like, because of how we've interacted, I have felt like I must be ugly. And they're always like, no, you're not ugly. Right. And also, terrible way to think about it, Bridget. <laughs> it's like. Great. Tell me how to think about it. <laughs> right. No, well, it just happened enough times that now I'm starting to have like these really honest conversations with these guys. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to convince you to love me like I want you to, but I am going to ask you about the lies I'm believing. Because if you love me the way you love me, you can tell me. And if you're like ballsy enough to do that, that's awesome. I think that's great. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone should. It is very Bridget. It is very Bridget. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that. I like that a lot. And I think, I mean, I hope that that's actually, like, helpful to you. It <laughs> to has like, been. It has been. It's a relief yeah. to, to when they, especially when I'm like, am I ugly? And they're like, no, 0%. Like, yeah. no, absolutely not, you know. Right. Yeah, I just, I think that there's just, you know, kind of going back to that concept of, like, you know, it takes two to tangle. Like, a lot of the problems, a lot of, or one of the biggest problems, I think, that we have when we approach this idea of, like, why we're single and, like, the lies that we face and the, um, and everything is we're thinking about it from our perspective, really. Like, 100% of the time you're thinking about what is wrong with me. And the question doesn't necessarily be, shouldn't be, like, what is wrong with them. Yes, but it should. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it should just be, like, I don't know, like, there's this, it's kind of like you're talking about a relationship which requires two people coming together, but then you're analyzing it completely from your own perspective, typically. (laughs) And so you're not even saying, you're not even thinking about, well, what are they dealing with? Or what are they looking for? Or why is this maybe not good timing for them? Or like, kind of all these other like questions that I think are very fair to think about. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think any of that discounts that maybe you're not the right girl or something. That's, that was a, sorry, that was a really weird sentence, but no, I get that, though. But I think, like, I guess what I'm saying is there's just a balance to this all. So none of this is meant to be, like, I'm off the hook. I'm not to blame for anything because, like, of course I have flaws. Yeah. And, of course, I've, like, met guys that I'm interested in that they're just not interested in me. Of course. Like, that's totally fair. Yeah, and I just really don't want to face that. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and like, who does? Like, that's not easy. I mean, that's not, like, an easy thought, but I think it's a true thing. Yeah. But I think the the other part of the balance, too, is just, like, but also you've met guys that I think are interested, but the timing was wrong, or the circumstances were wrong. Yeah, I think that Or they weren't in the place that they were ready to date. Mm -hmm. And I think all those are just, like, really fair things. Yeah, and I hate it, and I make it all about me. Right. And as do I. As do probably most of us. So... I think when you actually really sit down and kind of chip away, like, anybody that's listening, I encourage you, like, if you're really struggling with your singleness, 
maybe ask yourself that honest question, why am I single? Mm-hmm. But then be brave enough to challenge those answers. Be brave enough to have that discussion with somebody that you really trust. And I think that's important. And, I mean, don't let it turn into, like, a weird thing where someone's telling you, like, all of your flaws. Because that's not what we're getting <laughs> I think at. you're single. Yeah, because... because... that giant towel on your leg. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, because pe- people will say weird... Like, you know, your, like, relatives will say weird things. Or yeah. Like... like, so that's not... I'm not looking... Like, don't go yeah. and, like, you know, shoot your self-esteem down. Like, trust somebody that's, like, honest... But with, like, kind and good intentions, who's going to actually have, like, a reasonable outlook on, like, who you are and, like, your life. But I think don't be, like, afraid to have those conversations because that could be really important and meaningful for you in the long run to deal with some of this. So what I'm thinking about now is that there is another side, actually, to why we're single, Kelly. And... At least I can say from my perspective that just knowing you, I feel like we can relate. Part of me is like, I love using my phrases, right? I've acted like a victim of singleness for so long. And then... Oh, I thought you were going to go with the pickle tickle thing again. Oh, tickle my pickle. (laughs) Um, Please do it. No. explicit uh oh my god such an adult podcast no so this like other side of why i'm single this is when i get past all the like weird rationalizing that i'm doing you know because you're right this stuff okay sorry backing up this stuff about it's fine yeah it's fine if there's people out there that aren't attracted to me because i'm not attracted to some people too and that's fine and I need emotional maturity to be like, that is fine. <laughs> I'm like, this is not fine. I'm the best, you know? <laughs> so that needs to go away. But, yeah, that's why I'm single. No, um, it's fun to joke about it, too. But when I get past all the stuff and I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, that's, like, whatever, you know? Because it doesn't really matter if I have peace with that or not for me to meet someone. Yeah. You know? I don't need to, like accept my deep beauty before I meet someone that I just might randomly meet someone when I'm all like I look ugly ugly you know one day and you just no controlling that so what really happens is I go am I ready for this and I think that I am very built to be in relationship of all kinds but I just, I think the other things I really have to look at inside my heart is, do I really want to expose myself to somebody like that? Do I really want to trust somebody with all parts of me? Because it's like in the, in feeling rejected, I'm feeling like it's telling me stuff about my worth and value. It's telling me stuff about my beauty. But then, like, you're going to be in a relationship and it's going to tell you stuff about your worth and value and your beauty in great ways. And then you're going to believe lies about those things, too. Right? And that's terrifying in a lot of ways. You're like, I am leaving myself subject to your soul. You know, like, like on the days you're going to be really great to me and on the days you're not going to be great to me. And what that will say about my deep issues. Right? 
And so as someone who deals with what I deal with, right, like it would be really hard for me to be with someone who I didn't know how beautiful they thought I was, you know, like, um, because I just am still healing about that. It would, (laughs) I don't know. I am someone who wouldn't let me just be me, the person that is a big voice in the room or is a challenger. Like, you know, one of the first conversations we had one-on-one was because you wanted to talk to me about racial reconciliation and stuff. Mm, yeah. And that's so funny to me because you're like, I want to talk to you about this. It's like, because you know that's how I am. I'm soapbox Bridget, like, <laughs> you know? So, like, someone who, like, would let me be that and not be, like, annoyed by it. And because I'm always, my man, I, I have so many insecurities. I think... I totally related. This podcast that we're referring to is called Terrible. Thank you for asking. And it's episode 15, which is Forever Alone, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And it's literally just such a good episode encapsulating all this stuff. And that whole idea of being somewhere between not good enough and too good. Right. Like, we go to those extremes again, you know? And I, I think that, too. So sometimes I just think I am single because, cause like, I don't I don't really take the dating apps as seriously as I could. Like, if I really meant it, right? If I was like, no, I mean it. I want to be with someone, and I'm willing to do what it takes. And not even in a desperate way, just I'm serious about this. I could go for it, you know? And, like, try, but you just making yourself vulnerable to that those pains and losses is hard after you've been through all that, you know? So it's, like, funny because there's two sides to it. There's, like, why I believe I'm single in relation to what I think men think of me. Yeah. And yeah. then why maybe I'm single because of what I'm unwilling to do. Yeah. I don't know if that means I need to do it. But I think then there's maybe, you know, the third side, too, which is just, why are you single on, like, this universal level? Okay, say more. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I hit up on earlier, I think, just the idea of timing and... and oh, okay, like, yeah. That kind of thing, right? Because I, mean, I just, I think that the, I really... Yeah, the unknown that, parts The, the of unknown it. parts. Or, um, and I, I mean, I kind of hinted at this as well, as well but, like... Again, there being the whole other person that we've discounted most of the time when we, like, analyze our singleness. So, like, you know, the person that I'm ultimately going to end up with, my soulmate, yeah. um, so to speak. You don't have um, to say it like that. <laughs> if you believe in it, you believe in it. Yeah, I'm passionate. Yeah, you're soulmate. I'm actually not, like, super passionate I know, about right? believing yeah, in let's, soulmates Yeah, we have to not. be, like, clear about that. Yeah. We don't, we just joke about Kelly's, it. Kelly's, like, landed on there's, we have a soulmate. Bridget's like pish posh. Yeah. Literally, my dad said to me yesterday, God has your soulmate for you. And I said, Yeah, you're right, dad. And his name is Jesus. Because <laughs> I just wanted to crush his dreams of. No, he was just trying to say something weirdly dad encouraging. And I was mm-hmm. like, You don't need to say that, you yeah. know, <laughs> because of my views on it. But, right, right. But I do think the way you think about stuff with this like universal. Things will come and come together and fit together. Like, actually, kind of agree with some of it. Yeah, for sure. 
the third part of like this universal concept, I mean, essentially just timing and then things working out. And then I think also kind of encapsulated in that is the actual other person that we don't tend... Their timing and their... Yeah. Right, no, but really, I mean, like, mm. I, like, okay, for instance, like, I had a couple of different friends who I think have mentioned, oh, you know, I could really see you dating um, or ending up with somebody who didn't have, like, the typical Christian upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so say somebody who maybe has, like, a history and addiction or, or something like that. Um, and just with that, I mean... You know, like, I have no idea who I'm going to end up with. But say, like, say I do end up with somebody who's had a history or a past in addiction. Like, what are they doing right now? One, they could still be in addiction. Yeah. Or, like, two, they could be going through, like, recovery right now. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't want to meet them in that stage. Or not, I don't want to say that I don't want to meet them, but I don't want to interrupt that stage if that's yeah. what the timing is or something. You know, if that, if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. I guess I just bring up that example to say, like, we just, we never know what the other story is, right? If, if, if like, yeah. my life is a story, your life is a story, if every single person has this story on earth that's kind of being unfolded, mm-hmm. I don't know at one point my story is going to become, you know, interwoven with whoever I'm supposed to be with, and I don't know where they're at in their story. Yeah. And I think that should be really comforting. I mean, I think, because I, that's... It is. I mean, we went through this whole kind of very honest, heartfelt thing of why we feel we're single. And I think we both would admit that when we're really in that, that darkness and that depression, when we're really kind of in that loneliness and that struggle of feeling not worthy and not beautiful and and not wanted and not desired, we don't really see it from that. I mean, all those things are about us. Yeah, you were zoomed so in, so, so far in, you know, and like it's something different to zoom out and look at the big picture Exactly. But there's a big unknown in the big picture. Yeah. So it's hard. We're not very good with unknowns as humans. We're not. So we take what we know and we just Focus. dissect all the negative yeah. out of it. As if it'll like really help us or something. Right. Here's why I agree with you that that's really comforting. What I really like about it. It's like a proof to me of why even we're doing this in the first place. You feel alone, but you're not alone. And... Your life is more than just your relationship status, right? And we let this thing about our singleness say way too much about us than it needs to. But if I'm able to practice zooming out, even if it's the point of like, oh, my life and why am I so single, you know? And then I think, you know, I'll, pr- I'll probably get married someday. No guarantees. But if I, if I do, then yeah. This guy that I'm going to marry is out there somewhere, don't know where he is, don't know who he is, living a life that has not made him available to me yet. And yeah, timing is going to work out for it to happen. I'd love for that to like become more speedy or whatever, right? Like, but if I even just zoom out to think about his life, if I'm going to have love for this person, I need to have grace for their story, like you're saying. But it just, you zoom out even more and you're like, this is everyone's story. You know, if we're going to like be people who love each other and who complete each other in a lot of ways, and that goes for friendships and not just marriage, you know, like we have to honor what's going on in each other's lives. I just really appreciate that. If we like could practice that thought more, 
But I don't know. It's just now it's becoming all meta because it's like, that's why we're doing this podcast because I want even these hundred people who are listening to think I'm not alone. And I've had friends say that to me. Oh my gosh, I'm so about it. And we have married friends who listen to it and feel like they relate, you know? Yeah. And to me, that's amazing. And it is the solidarity that I need. It's so opposite of when I feel really alone. It's like, oh wait, it's just so nice to know you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is what we set out to do. It is. It is. So. I mean, yeah. I don't know why I always like to like not wrap it up necessarily with advice, but you were doing an encouragement earlier, which I really liked because that's just kind of how we are. But I think this is another encouragement that I like. It's a self-encouragement. Can I say, let's practice zooming out when you're really feeling stuck thinking about yourself and the, in this negative place or maybe not so negative. Cause I, when I'm sitting here thinking, am I really ready to let someone into my life? Am I really willing to do what it takes unashamedly? Cause that's not a negative place. It's just kind of like <laughs> an honest look at myself, but to zoom out and go like Bridget, the world is bigger than this and there's lots going on in it, you know, mm-hmm. and all of our stories are just kind of like spinning together and that's beautiful and good. And you're not alone. You know, like, just coaching yourself a little bit like that is... That's going to be healthy for me. I know that. Yeah. I think I think coaching yourself, and then again, it comes back to spend time in community with mm-hmm. people. And... Yeah. People... Like, Kelly, I can tell you who you are when you can't see it, right? Like, the beautiful parts of you. Yeah. You should email us, especially if... This is something that just relates to you and you're struggling. And even if it's just not within, I guess, the concept of being single or mm-hmm. struggling with singleness, we just want to be there for people. I mean, I that we're just relational people. Mm-hmm. And we both have struggled with depression and we both have felt really alone before. And yeah. it's not easy and it's not pleasant. But it's also not true. You're not alone. You have people. And if you don't, you have Bridget and I. And if you haven't met us you still have us so yeah please feel free to reach out to us and talk to us and feel encouraged by us and just know that we love you and thank you everybody for listening and i just feel like we've still been getting some really cool feedback and it's it's really encouraging and thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode and this is something we're really excited about to just kind of Sit down and be more serious and really dive into some things that are difficult and we still have a couple more, I think, episodes yeah. that are that are going to be like this. and Yeah, we will. Don't worry. We'll be back to the laughter and silliness. You got to keep it. You got to keep a good balance. You got to keep it mixed up. That's life. Yeah. This is just business as usual, but I just want to encourage you guys out there, our avid listeners and friends, if you can rate the podcast, whatever you're listening to it on, if it's not Buttsprout, And you can leave a comment if you'd like. It just helps people see it. If there's visibility, then more people out there who are feeling our same way get to hear us and enter the conversation. So that's really the point. And just a reminder, you can find us on Instagram, Solidarity Podcast. And it's the same for Gmail, solidaritypodcast at Gmail. So feel free. Anyone out there who doesn't know us, I dare you email us you'll get a prize of some sort because like you'll be like the first yeah 
That sounds great. We'll send him my little used chapstick. That's, That's a really nice gift. Just sitting there. <laughs> it's EOS, you know. There you go. And I uh, put my finger on it and used Boom. it, so it's a little bit of both of us. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a great week. This episode sponsored by Movie Pass. <laughs> used chapstick. <laughs>